Hey, hey, Sanford here, and welcome to episode number 27 of Unlock to Unleash EP, the show where we talk about the things that people think about but won't talk about. We talk about them right here every single time. And of course, we're very excited for you guys to be with us today. And I'm just going to jump right into today's topic because it's very, very exciting to me, um, as most of the topics are. But I think this is super important because it relates to both men and women. So today's topic is, our youth are not seeing healthy and empowering friendships between men and women. So just think about that for a second. They are not seeing the healthy and empowering relationship between men and women. So if they are a heterosexual man or woman, what are they representing and what are they showing? And what, how are they showing up in their own relationships? So if we don't have an understanding about math, okay? Someone tells us that nine plus four equals 13, but someone else learns that six plus seven equals 13. And yet another person learns that 12 plus one equals 13. Now, the next thing is they, they go off to a conference, all right, and they meet each other and they're supposed to be discussing how to get 13. But instead of discussing it, they're arguing. They're saying, well, my teacher said, this is how you get a 13. No, 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 this is how my teacher told me that you're supposed to get 13. No, 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 this is how my teacher told me that I'm supposed to get to 13. They're arguing because they don't have a true understanding. Now, let's look at relationships specifically between men and women. Now, because I'm writing this and of course researching and speaking on this particular topic, it's tricky and delicate, but it's important that I share my experiences as well as examples here on the show today so you can get a, get a grasp around exactly what I mean because I believe that we are failing in so many different ways. And of course, the coronavirus didn't help, but the only people that can really help is us because we set the narrative. We set exactly how it is we want to live this life, or at least we think so. Yet we still keep repeating the same behaviors over and over again and expecting our children, expecting our youth, expecting anyone that's in, in, our, in, in, in our guise or uh, that we're guiding or that we mentor to have a different life, to have a different outcome. This topic is super important to me, and it's, it's in actually the top five most important topics um, that I discuss on the show and in my life, you know? So um, let's look at it. Let's dive in and look at it, okay? Because I believe that instead of us showing up vulnerable, challenging each other in a respectful way, loving each other, and, and of course, finding someone that we can if we fall down or if we have our back turned, they're going to be there for us, creating that strong relationship, that, that strong bond. But even though we're all searching for that, we're not getting it. You know, and as men as, and, and, and as men and women, whether you, you know, you know each other for university, you know, um, or, or in a job, or, you know, you, you, you meet um, uh, at some event, I'm talking about all those relationships, including marriage, including boyfriend. I'm talking about all those relationships. I believe that they all should have a foundation of friendship, but we don't know how to do it. 
Now, as men and women, we are going to university, we're being successful there, we're going to jobs, being successful, we're raising kids, we're traveling, uh, we're building houses, we're bouncing back from illness and, and injuries, and we're solving day-to-day problems, but we can't seem to cultivate a healthy friendship between men and women. Now, this can be a very lengthy topic, so I'm just going to cover some particular points, and of course, I want your feedback, all right? So feel free to, to reach out, to leave a comment, and to share this with every man and woman that you know. Um, as I said, it doesn't make a difference whether you are boyfriend and girlfriend, living together, have kids, no kids. This is all about us making choices to be either healthy, to be in healthy and empowering friendships or not. And I think we are failing miserably. And again, we try to blame the millennials for um, uh, being narcissistic, for being self-absorbed, for, you know, thinking that, everything they go after they should get and thinking that life is easy and if someone offends them or upsets them then that person's wrong and I wonder where they're getting this behavior from you guessed it us now I know I sound I'm sounding sarcastic sarcastic and you know but this as I said is a really important topic because we're playing a game here with each other and it's totally unconscious we think that we're in control We think that we're uh, uh, in a strong relationship, but really what we are is just scared, confused, and longing for connection. How many of you have a mom and a dad? Mom and dad who fought over money, housework, kids, work, and friends. Now, with your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, what do you fight over? Or if you're just now starting a relationship and you're getting ready to to step into that relationship a little bit deeper, what concerns do you have? Let me guess. Money. Housework. Kids, if they're in the picture. Work and friends. Those are some of the things you're thinking about. Am I correct? I mean, you can tell me if I'm correct or not. But if our moms and dads argued over those things, their mom and dad argued over those things, what, what were our role models? What did we see? And what do we argue over? Yes, you've got to be exact thing, same things. Now, it's important how we show up in our relationships. But I don't think a lot of us are actually understanding how we're showing up, what we're showing up for, and, 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 and our why, and our why for actually being in the relationships. We're seeing examples, we're doing, we're following our parents' examples, we're, we're doing what they're telling us on TV, you know, we're doing all, all, everything they showed us in the movies. Of course, we should have the successful life in these relationships. But the question is, is do we? Now, for me, I think that a lot of us are showing up in our relationships fat. Fat is an acronym that I coined meaning fear, addiction, and trauma. This is a mental health disorder. That is correct. We're showing up in fear. We're showing up addicted. And we're showing up with our trauma. Okay? Now, I want to share with you ways that we show up in fear in our relationships. And again, see if any of these resonate for you. Alright? So, we show up, but we keep things, we want to keep things casual. This is a fear-based attitude. We show up, but we're scared to, to, to get hurt again. Fear-based attitude. 
we self-sabotage, you know, thinking that this is too good to be true. It's too easy. I don't deserve this sort of happiness. So we break it off or cause them to break it off. We show up thinking, well, they're not committed to this relationship. We show up with, you know, and we won't be open. We look for ways to, to be standoffish, cold, and, and detached. We show up and we find faults quickly. Oh, their nose nostril is too big. Oh, one eye is bigger than the other. Oh, one leg is shorter than the other. Oh, you know, I don't like the way they dress. Oh, they don't drive the right car. Oh, what will people think? We find a way out of that. We find a way to let our fear talk us out of building, learning, growing, being curious. It's no wonder we have troubles developing strong men and women friendships. Then there's the A part of the fat. That's the addictions. So it's not just we show up in our relationships addicted to gambling or addicted to drugs or addicted to shopping or addicted to sex or addicted to television. Okay? Those are all physical things. We also show up in our relationships addicted to jealousy. Addicted to always criticizing. Addicted to avoidance. We just want to keep the peace. We don't want to to, 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 to uh, uh, rock the boat. And we also sit in that addiction of, of avoidance of suffering in silence. Another way we show up addicted is we hold grudges, okay? If you're holding grudges with, with, with your family or holding grudges with your friends or holding grudges against a teacher, then what makes you think you won't hold grudges against your partner or your, or your friends or someone that you want to develop a friendship with? We show up addicted with low self-esteem. And of course, that's damaging because we're always looking for someone to tell us who we are, someone to tell us that, 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 that we are lovable, someone to tell us to, to pick us up every time we're down because we don't have the resilience to do it for ourselves sometimes. Okay? We show up gaslighting. Okay? That's denying the other person their reality or emotional experience. We tell them that, well, you don't feel that way or this is how you feel. That's gaslighting. And then, of course, we show up in the addictive stage of always living and bringing up the past against people. We're trying to hold them in that space. We let them know what they did 15 years ago, two years ago, so we can make them feel bad. And we're using it to belittle people instead of using the past to go, remember when this happened? Um, I, I want to just go back because I think we can learn something from it. Or you're doing that thing you used to do in the past. I don't, I don't, and it's just triggering me. Can we talk about it? There's a difference between talking about your past and living in your past. Now, of course, uh, just a little bit of research here so you guys know um, that I also do research on the topics that I talk about. Remember, I don't talk about anything that I haven't experienced or gone through or are or, or, or going through, but I also like to back uh, things up with research as well. So, <clears throat> according to research by Grant Hillard Beamer, he's an MD and a writer for Psychology Today. He states that adults who suffer from developmental trauma as a child may go on to develop complex post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD for short, which is characterized by differences, by difficulties in emotional regulation, consciousness and memory. Self-perception is distorted and they have difficulties in relationships with other people. 
and negative effects on and they have a negative effect and are surrounded by meaninglessness in their life. So with that said, I want to go into how go into the T of fat, how people show up in trauma in their relationships. Okay? And remember, we're talking about developing strong, grounded, founded, foundational friendships. Whether you are married, whether you're boyfriend or girlfriend, whether you're co-workers, whether you're uni pals, whatever. I think it's important that we develop men and women friendships. A lot of people go, well, Sanford, you know, that, that you, you can't do that because there's always that sexual energy on the table. Of course there's going to be sexual energy on the table. What is wrong with that? But what we get to do as adults to go, yes, I'm feeling this. Yes, this is what I'm feeling. But overall, I'm not really attracted to you that way. I, I want to be able to talk to you. Or, hey, you make me laugh a lot. Or, hey, you make me think deeply. Or, I love it that I'm able to be myself with you. Or, hey, let's just go get a bite to eat. That sort of friendship is, is also needed in our everyday life. Because sometimes our intimate partner does not want to do things with us. Sometimes our intimate partner does not understand. Sometimes our intimate partner is off doing their, his or her own thing. And sometimes we may have difficulties with our intimate partners, our marriages, our boyfriends, girlfriends, and our friend can actually help us look at things from another perspective. Are you starting to understand and grasp the importance of male, female, female-male relationships in, 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 in the friendships and, and, the, and, the, and the pot of gold that's in each of those friendships? So let's just look at how we show up trauma-wise. <laughs> um, so if we've lost our childhood, okay? So if we've lost our childhood, we're going to show up in a trauma state in our relationships, okay? This is when people cannot recall much of their own childhood. So they don't have a strong foundation. Therefore, as adults, their identity is all over the place, okay? We show up traumatized in our relationships if we've been missing part of ourselves, Okay. Again, in childhood, children learn to survive trauma by um, disassociating themselves from the abuse or the pain. And that part of their personality, that part of their persona, wants to find its way back. But it can't because it's, it's, it's been locked away for so long. And if it does, it comes in bits and pieces. And, and most people aren't sure what to do with that. Another way that we show up in, in a trauma state is if... You know, if we've been attracting for so long destructive or bad relationships, you know, those people have been traumatized and we've been attracting them. They've been traumatized and, and, and they've been attracting us. And then when a relationship comes along where someone wants to learn and be curious and grow, we think, uh-oh, well, no, that's too easy. I, I, I don't deserve that. I, I have to do something. I have to do something about this. I have to sabotage this, you know. And we'll do anything. We'll use our cognitive brain to think of anything to get out of it. Four, the fourth way that we show up traumatized, okay? Avoidance. We have avoidance in our relationships. You know, trauma keeps many men and women believing that they don't need or deserve close friendships. Many times people believe they are flawed from other relationships. And again, those relationships um, are, are in the past and they keep coming up as a negative therefore we can't move we can't move on past that because we've been you know, we feel we've been so traumatized so we, we stayed in that in that avoidance stage okay also we avoid 
Okay, if 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 we had it, if we were growing up and and uh, we had that trauma, we avoid ourselves, our true self. So again, in childhood, trauma was uh, uh, a defining component of the key relationships in their lives, such as their their parents, their siblings, and other important people. And any reminder of those painful emotions or experiences, people seek to escape from oneself, from our own self. We try to remove ourselves from ourselves. This can lead to pulling away from relationships, lying, cheating, blaming, and even self-destruction. And then another way that we show up traumatized in our relationships, causing breakdowns in the friendship, is we have difficulty integrating emotions into our own identity. Okay, These are people who uh, who are numb to their own emotions for so long. And I've, I've met many, many women who have gone through this numbing stage. And it makes me sad. People will say, Sam, why does it make you sad? Because my mother went through that. My grandmother went through that. My best friend in the state, she went through that. But she didn't trust her own instincts anymore. And I've come across so many clients here, you know, uh, women in their 30s, 40s, even younger than that, who have numbed their emotions because they have been so traumatized or they, they've lost the whole sense of themselves for so long they don't know how to tap into the emotions, whether it be negative or positive emotions. They've just lost that, and they they can't recall it, and it just creates it creates self doubt. It creates them to doubt themselves, and they don't know how to either dislike or they don't know how to love. It's 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 really painful to watch. So those are just some of the ways we show up fat in our relationship: the fear, with the addiction, and with the trauma. And again, it doesn't make a difference whether you're boyfriend, girlfriend, married, co-workers, co- you know, those sorts of things. If we can't break down some of these things that are pulling us away from friendships, then we're going to continue to present this behavior and our youth are going to continue to do exactly what they've been doing. When there is conflict or difference in opinion on issues, men and women currently show up like this. This is how we currently show up. And again, let me know if any of this resonates for you. We tell the truth, but not too much truth. Or we'll say, I just want you to listen. And then when we're listening, people will say, well, how come you're not saying anything? Sometimes we'll go along to things we don't really want to go there. And then we're miserable all night. We show up that way. Sometimes people say, well, you never show any emotion. But remember, I talked about that trauma of being numb. Okay, you never show any emotion. But then when you do show the emotion, you get really passionate or really excited or really angry. People tell you to calm down. What are you doing? You're scaring me. Okay? Other ways that we show up is, you know, we never really say the right thing to help. You know, we never do the right thing. We may do a chore or do something that we think is right, and then we get criticized for it. So this is how we're showing up in relationships. And so that list just goes on and on and on and on. Okay? And this is the same thing that we show our kids. And this is the same thing that our kids do. Okay? So I have two questions for you. Okay? Two questions. How do we develop less critical men and women friendships? The second question is, how do we show up or show our kids how to have healthy men and women friendships 
at home and with people outside of their intimate relationships. Well, I have a, a couple of things I want to share with you on those two. Okay, but first, let me just say this divide and conquer process is older than time itself. And it's the best way to keep us from developing strong friendships. You know, and also when we go into our relationships, not only do we show up not wanting to tell the whole truth, not wanting to do things, not wanting to 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 open our feelings, but we show up and we lie. We constantly fight and compete against each other. Each other. We try to make each other wrong constantly. So I just want you guys to be able to reflect on that. And also keep in mind, we as a society set the narrative of how we are as men and women. We, I'm just gonna say it one more time, we as a society set the narrative on how we are as men and women. No one's, no one's actually telling us this is how you should be as a man to treat women and this is how you should be as a woman to treat men. We are setting that. We, okay? So we need to take accountability for that. Now, I want to, sh to, to speak to you about six ways that men and women can develop a mental health practice for more empathetic, supportive, and honest friendships, okay? So let me also acknowledge the elephant in the room. I know it can be tough in intimate relationships, watching your partner hang out with friends, learning new things, getting back in shape, going back to school, wanting to have more adventures like starting a business or hanging out with more creative people or inspiring people. Because it feels, it feels like they could leave you. It feels maybe that they could have an affair. It feels that they're outgrowing you. It feels that you're not needed. Any of those things could be true. I'm not saying they're not true, but what I know for sure though, is you are both meant to grow. As long as you are alive, you are meant to grow and change and transcend. It's, it's the law of nature. So why not let each other go and experience and express themselves? Give them that space for them to go and, and, and meet new people and, and discover new things about themselves. Anything that is great needs space. Like your garden, you can have a plant you can nurture it, but if you don't give it the room to grow, it's just going to die. It's just going to return. It's going to it's going to go into itself. All right. So really nurture each other along the way. You got and and let me tell you this: when your garden is finished growing, you get to reap the rewards, and it's the same thing for your relationships. If you're really learning and growing and letting people express who they are and trusting that, you're going to reap the rewards of that because they're choosing to be with you. So that's just a little love, okay? And again, if you're allowing that, you're going to see that, that, that there's more to you and there's more to them. You know, I remember listening to a story about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. They were having uh, troubles in their relationship and they went to this old, older couple Ozzie Davis and uh, Ruby Rose were their name. They were a Hollywood couple. They were also um, civil rights activists. You know, they had they made movies. You know, the producers and directors as well. But um, they went to them, and uh, you know, Jada was asked the question, "How long have you known Will?" And she said, "Oh, about twenty years." And said, "How long have you been together?" And said, uh, you know, 
uh, out of that 20 years, we've been together about uh, 19, uh, 19. And she said, oh, hell, you don't know anything about him. She said, me and Ozzy have been together for almost 40 years, and we're still learning stuff about each other. No, 50, 50 years, sorry, 50 years, and we're still learning stuff about each other. It's that nurturing process, folks. Again, if you're going to be intimate in an intimate relationship, that's going to take time. If you're going to be friends, that's going to take time. If you're going to be co-workers, that's going to take time. If you're going to be uh, study buddies at school, that's going to take time. That is all the foundation of friendship. That's all the foundation of friendship. So, I believe we can build, we can nurture, we can maintain healthy men and women relationships. And these are six ways that I think can, can, can get us started. So these are just some hows that I want to leave you with before I end this podcast today. So I also want to give you guys uh, a heads up uh, and get to do a little quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by Intrepid 21st Century Gym. Um, we uh, uh, design creative movement and we also deliver great mental wealth to people's lives. So wherever they're struggling, whether that is emotional, whether that is mental, whether that is uh, spiritual, whether that's financial, we deliver tools that people can use to help them get through that process and learn to get the right people around and to help them to reach the results that they really want to reach. Okay, And then, of course, we ask them, of course, to pay it forward. Paying forward, that simply means sharing what you've learned and your gifts with other people. And to me, that is a natural life. So uh, thank you guys very much for that. So six ways that we can now learn to show up empathetic, show up supportive, show up not, not criticizing or, 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 or trying to compete against other men and women, but building strong foundations for friendship. Here are six ways. Now, I asked you to, do, uh, to look at yourself earlier, okay? because this is all about looking at yourself. It's easy to point to say, well, everybody's going through this, but everyone is going through it, but I want you to focus on you. Okay? Let's start with you and how you show up in the relationships, okay? Because if you can show up differently, if you can show up recognizing where you need to change, then you're going to give yourself more respect. And then it's easy to give other people that respect, okay? I want you, of course, to respect all your, 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 your boundaries, okay? I'm not talking about that, but also learn to respect yourself. This is very important. If you respect yourself, then it's, you're halfway there respecting other people. Okay, another way, let's support our kids in building friendships. Kids, they know how to have fun, okay, and they also show up and hang out with people that are similar to they are with similar interests. As parents, we may not like everything about our kids' friends, but we can support and honor our kids' choices. We cannot dictate who they are connected to. Okay, this is very important. Because you may have a best friend to say, I don't understand why you, why you hang out with that guy or that girl, even your girlfriends. But if you know what that is, that's what's most important. Okay? A third way that we can develop stronger men and women friendships. Okay? Uh, in your romantic relationship, encourage your partner to hold on to their opposite sex friends. Friends reflect who we are. Okay, those friends will care for us and, and let us know if we're off course. Okay, that is invaluable. We're too busy, again, in the, in, in the second way that we can develop uh, stronger uh, friendship between men and women. 
we, I talked about the connection. We're connected to these people. They help us. Okay, but we're too busy trying to dictate to our partner in our intimate relationships what they can and what they can and cannot do. All right, we're too busy feeling threatened. We're too busy thinking that they're going to go off and, and have an affair like our last partner did. Well, what I want to say to you is, do you know why your partner had that affair? Do you know why that partner lost interest in you? And there's, there's two points here. Two, two points is, did they actually go into detail to you why they were feeling or did what they did? And did you ask them why they did what they did or did you just cancel them? Okay, We can learn so much from our past relationships if we just step up and ask the questions. Is it tough? Of course it's tough. Will it be painful? Of course it'll be painful. Is it, is it, it will it bring up some of the memories? Of course it will. But there's, the, all those things are still in your body coursing around, making you show up in your relationships already damaged, confused, uh, pushing people away, not totally getting involved. They're still in there. So why don't you go into the research for yourself and stop telling your partner who they can and can't be with? Learn about those people that they hang out with. Hang out with those people they hang out with. Invite those people into your place. You go to their place. Learn about them. And of course, most of your time should be spent with your intimate partner. That's cool. And with your kids and with your family. That's cool. But that person is also there. They're a part of your journey with your partner. Okay? We have to get over trying to control those sorts of things because it's really a, a, a mark on us. It's really how we feel on the inside. And that means we need to do the work. Okay? They don't have the problem, we have the problem. We need to stop trying to control our partners and start to show them more love more, more, and honor their process. Another way, take stock in what makes a friend for you. If you've been practicing or wanting to begin a, a, uh, a, a, a more open friendship, if you want to be more honest, want to provide more trust, want to be, uh, to give more gratitude, then you have to be willing to be, to create that strong foundation in each of your relationships. You can practice these things. Practice with your kids, practice with your partner, practice with your friends, practice with your girlfriends or your boyfriends. Practice that. It's invaluable and it's going to translate whether you have a woman-to-woman relationship, man-to-man relationship, or a woman-and-man relationship. Number five, recognize that your biology, your sex, does not determine the intimacy you have in your friendships. You and your friend determine that. You and your friend determine that. Remember earlier I spoke about if there is that sexual tension there, talk about it. Don't just sweep it under the carpet because that's, that's when stuff slips up and you accidentally have that affair. Okay? Decide, are we going to do this or are we not? Are we committed to our intimate partners or not? It's just this something that's there and we have to work through it and be honest about it and make sure that we stay on par so we never slip up. Okay? See the honesty. See the different conversation you have if, if, if you have the conversation to if you don't have the conversation. Okay? You each know how you, what your strengths are. Okay? You each know how to draw the line. You each know how to respect each other. Do that. Okay? And then the last point I want to share with you guys is is not spending the day, the whole day, or texting or hanging out with that other person, okay, with your friend, okay, as I said earlier, okay, share your stories, share your lives, but when you're with your partner, 
you can have those conversations about your friends. You can tell stories. You can show how you're, you can tell how you're supporting them and how they want to support you and support your family. It can be a win-win for both if we're just willing to get in the room and talk about the power of having strong men and women friendships, okay? Intimacy, get this now. Intimacy is not a gender or a culture thing. Intimacy is a human thing and we all need it. Thank you guys very much for listening. I hope that you got something from this. Make sure you leave a comment, share with your friends, share with your men and women friends who don't believe that men and women can be friends. Um, I know there's a lot of literature out there about it, but I definitely believe that we need men and women friendships. And I um, have a few myself, and I certainly hope that you learn to cultivate yours because a lot of times you were with your friends before you were with your intimate partner, okay, or your boyfriend or girlfriend, all right? But talk about the tough stuff. Be bold, be brave, be empathetic toward each other, be supportive. Don't criticize and stop trying to compete against each other. There's enough of that happening in the world. You know it. I know it. Let's just be great. It's in you. Thank you guys very much for listening. And to remember, always, always love your mission. Peace. We'll see you next time.